Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Star Wars 7x7 episode 2866. All right, it is Obi Monday, if you will, and I'm going to continue a conversation we were having yesterday about the Obi-Wan and Anakin limited series that came out in 2016. Specifically, we're going to talk about Palpatine's influence on Anakin in this episode. Punch it! Hey Rebel Riser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So that Obi-Wan and Anakin series came out in early 2016, written by Charles Sewell, one of the story architects of the High Republic major ginormous storytelling initiative. And this is the story where we first see Palpatine deciding to work his evil magic on Anakin. And it starts with... Palpatine coming to observe some Jedi training situations and young Anakin is practicing his lightsaber skills against a training droid, but he has modified the training droid to be a double-bladed lightsaber-wielding training droid. And as Mace Windu and Obi-Wan and Palpatine are having a conversation with this about this, Obi-Wan says, yeah, he's been asking me about my fight with the Sith that killed Qui-Gon and asking a lot of very specific details. The Jedi are a little bit disturbed by the modification of the droid to look like Maul, but Palpatine is like, oh, you know, he's showing initiative and this is great and I think this is impressive. Meanwhile, a couple of other Padawans at this training session are muttering to themselves about Anakin being a slave to his emotions and kind of leaning hard on the word slave. And Anakin overhears this or senses it somehow and uses the force to snatch their lightsabers from them, light them up and hold them over them and says, oh yeah, what kind of emotions are you feeling now? And threatens them. And Obi-Wan jumps down and intercedes and says, Anakin, stop. And Anakin says, yeah, yeah, okay, I'm sorry. You know, here are your lightsabers back, you know, please accept my apologies. You're right, I do need to work on controlling my emotions more. And <laughs> those Padawans are like, oh, yeah, okay, sure thing. Yikes! Meanwhile, Mace is still talking with Palpatine and Palpatine says, you know what, like, I used to be a kid and I do feel a connection with him because of his involvement with the situation on Naboo a couple of years ago. Why don't you send him to my office? Like, maybe I can talk with him. And Mace is like, yeah, I think Obi-Wan's got this under control. And Palpatine says to Mace, well, I am the Chancellor of the Senate, and the Jedi are supposed to be under the control of the Senate, so technically speaking, I can tell you what to do and make you send him to me, so why don't you send him to me? I mean, he kind of threads the needle a lot more subtly comparatively, but he makes it clear that it's like, hey, I'm in charge of the Jedi, and so you gotta do what I'm asking you to do, and Mace Windu says, all right, of course, Chancellor, and so there's an appointment for Anakin to go see Palpatine, which happens a little later on in the story. And again, as I had said yesterday, there are some flashback things that are threaded along with the main story that's happening in this limited series. So Obi-Wan brings Anakin to see Palpatine and 
Palpatine says, oh, I just want him to go on an errand with me. Obi-Wan says, you know, why don't I go with you? Because you do need to be kept safe. Like, you are the Chancellor. And Palpatine says, oh, yeah, no, it's not an official mission or anything. And I'm not going to be in any danger. So it's okay. I can just take the kid with me. And that's fine. And so they actually go down into one of the super lower levels of Coruscant. I think it's level 2685 or something like that. Like, way down. And Palpatine starts talking about how Valorum wanted to ignore the people that are down here, but that he sees it as his duty to be aware of everybody who's down there, and that they basically don't even realize that there's sky above them because they're so far down. Sky is a myth to them. It's just trying to give Anakin a sense of who these people are and that it's rough, but that he's down there. He likes to go down there and see people and be anonymous and do some anonymous good. This is how he pitches it. But he starts talking to Anakin about corruption in the Senate, in the government, points out a senator who is gambling and says that that senator has been taking bribes, but they've been in small amounts and he's been selling his influence and that sort of thing. And he would like to bust the guy, but he can't because he, the guy's too busy covering his tracks and doing it with small amounts and just says to Anakin, if only he would, you know, have his luck turn and it could get deeper in debt, he would have to, you know, be asking for bigger amounts of money and it would be easier to catch him in the process. And so Anakin hears this and thinking that he is going to be doing good by this, manages to force effect a chance cube that that senator is rolling, which leads to the senator losing a whole bunch of money at the tables. And as they're walking out, Palpatine says, you know, oh, you know, how are you coming along? And like, what can you do with the force? And can you, you know, move objects and whatever? And he goes, I wonder if that means you could move a chance cube. And Anakin kind of like puts his head down a little bit. And Palpatine, like you see from his hood, and like his smile is going because he's like, ah, like that's just the first of many steps to the dark side of the force. But once they get back to the office, Anakin is hyped and is like, this is great. That means you can get this senator arrested for corruption, right? And Palpatine says, well, you know, I hope so, but it's kind of a big deal if I do that. And Anakin says, well, you can order the Jedi to do it. And he says, well, you know, it's not really my place to order the Jedi to do it. And so Anakin says, well, if you can't do it and the Jedi can't do it, who can? And Palpatine says, oh, that's the question that keeps me awake at night. Although he does say that he has no particular wish to be a dictator which is a straight up lie, of course. But yeah, he's basically working on Anakin and trying to you know, convert him. We know that much. But by starting with showing the corruption that's happening in the Republic and making it clear that the systems that are in place are not sufficient to solve the problems that are happening within the Republic. He's already starting to sow these seeds of doubt in Anakin as young as 12 years old. And at the end of their time together, Palpatine says, you know, I know it's not really my place, but are you happy at the Jedi Temple? And Anakin says, yes, but it's a qualified yes. And so Palpatine says, listen, you know, once your training is complete, you definitely have a place with me. I want you to know that you have a place with me should you want to leave the Jedi. And he says, I could make extraordinary use of a young man like yourself. And oh man, just the, the chills that you get reading that. Ugh, yeah, wow. 
And that also then puts the conversation that Yoda and Obi-Wan have at the end of the series in a different light as well, because one of the things that they are considering with Anakin and his training is the possibility of him falling to the dark side of the force and that they can't allow that to happen under any circumstances. So the whole thing with Obi-Wan and his vow to Qui-Gon to continue the boy's training there's an additional commitment to that because it's not just that they, you know, are going to let him leave the Jedi Order and, you know, go out into the galaxy. No, even if he's not in the Jedi Order, he's still susceptible to being picked up by a Sith somewhere, basically, and turned to the dark side of the Force. So part of the motivation to have Obi-Wan honor his commitment to Qui-Gon by himself leaving the Jedi Order to continue Anakin's teaching is to reinforce Anakin and make sure that he stays on the light side of the force even if he eventually grows up to become an unaligned force user as the term is sometimes used. At least that's how they refer to him in the Galaxy of Heroes mobile game, so you take that for what it's worth. So yeah, that definitely casts a whole different light on the Obi-Wan and Yoda conversation and on Obi-Wan's motivations for keeping Anakin in the Jedi Order too. So there you go. That's more to enhance your understanding of Obi-Wan and Vader slash Anakin and their dynamic as we get closer and closer to the Obi-Wan Kenobi series debuting later this month. And that is going to do it for this episode of the podcast. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be star wars 7 by 7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by lucasfilm limited disney or 20th century fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only star wars the star wars logo all names and pictures of star wars characters vehicles and any other star wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of lucasfilm limited other respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them all original content is copyright 2021 by star wars 7 by 7 we hope you love it Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.